only has summer gone so slow. Uh. Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords. Because you're alive! Oh, sorry. <laughs> the actual play podcasts of high adventure, low dice rolls and intermediate levels of terrible puns. Stuart's interruption there nearly caused me to completely forget my intro spiel, even though nice. I've almost got that pat by this point. It's because he had a more floral cushion than normal yeah, to cover floral. up his vaping. To not cover ah, up his vaping. So it never... did. Co- Sorry, Benjamin, I'm going to have to take her first answer. The <laughs> I didn't imply it was... was covering it up. You were trying to cover it up. No, no one can hear this. <laughs> that's what I'll really do. I'll just kind of. Effects. That's worse. <laughs> Can't hear the bait. Can't hear the bait. Not touching. Can't get mad. <laughs> I hate just... so much. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I'm in hell. Uh, I've died and gone to hell. And oh, to this might sound like those ASMRs. Oh. No. Stop that. That's crazy. Someone do it because I can't hear these things. They just sound nice the to me. The thing about ASMR is it's evil and wrong. And the kind of people who like it should be drowned. Oh, you don't like it. Ass, mister. Quietly. Is how it's pronounced. Ass, asthma. Ah, oh, I get it now. That's why people love listening to people wheezing. Finally makes sense. I'm your host and GM, Ben Moxon. And with me, as always, are the Hawks. Let's not beat around the bush. They are in order of willy winkiness, Gwyn. Hello, it's me, Gwyn, and I play Percival Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Ali. Oh, it's me, Ali. Everyone knows who she is. I can't say who I am. It's a secret. It's a secret. I'm Strawberry Peter. <laughs> Strawberry Peter. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Pete. I play Adam Eaglank. <laughs> Look at this. So smooth. And finally, Stuart. I am Stuart. The sad clown of the group. The saddest person alive. He's the last weest winkiest. I have no winky and no wee and no willy. <laughs> well, don't worry. You should just go and see the great clown Pagliacci. He'll get you right, right into... Uh... Into running around the town in your nightgown. <laughs> you should see the great wee willy, Winky. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest of all the wee willies. For future listeners and also our future selves who will have forgotten the scene we're looking at, Gwyn is once again wearing his full-on nightgown with cap. And it's quite the ensemble. It's a sartorial choice. Have we ever had an explanation? No, and you never will. No? Okay. He's doing Wee Willy Winky lot, where everyone plays yeah. as Wee Willy Winky and you've got to work out which one doesn't have a Wee, a Willy or a Winky. Everyone gets a candle and you run around the corridors trying to avoid all of the others. That would be cool. It's like Among Us, but it's like Among Us, but all Wee Willy cool. Winky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It do look sus. And no one can murder anyone. They just fall asleep because that's what Wee Willy Winky wants to do. All you think he wants to do. But he has darker makeup. Because that's all I want to do. <laughs> when last we saw our heroes, they were in the city of Arishar preparing for the arrival of the Drake. They had agreed to booby trap some houses as the army of the Canavir coming from the south of weird vine creatures. Meanwhile, from the east, the ogres are moving across the steppe to converge on Arishar. They appear to be being led 
by Ambiforax. It's probably fine. What's the worst could happen? Hector and Percy had a nice chat. It turns out that Hector's really determined to help out, really, really keen to play his part and help guard the gateway, which is the term that he's adopted for the Antikythera device. This device is sucking all the magic out of the world, ready to use it to shift the world into a new form, as agreed in the ancient compact. But, obviously, everyone who wants to significantly alter the world is likely to converge on that point, because it's their opportunity too. So, our heroes have several armies with which to prepare, and they have a few days before the drake arrives, and plausibly these armies arrive not long after. Anything else happen? Nope. Saffron's been murdered. Oh yes, Saffron's been murdered. That's the only other thing. Do we know that yet? I believe Wing told Percy that Saffron had been murdered. So because OC mm. is icy, we all <laughs> well, know. Suspiciously, if Enigma knows before the rest of us, then... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that would be suspicious. Mm. Uh, but I'd be interested. I'd be interested <laughs> if that Would it happened. though? that i've actually written a note and i've circled it and, I, and i've written next to it i don't know this only tristan knows this <laughs> <laughs> so i hope you remember what that is <laughs> hey. oh hey before we start wing <laughs> she's been murdered where is she wings over talking to percy he's like he's like what 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 <laughs> wing get over here where is saffron I don't think there's a like thing, isn't there? She's quite, quite, quite interesting. Keep it down. She's been, you know. Oh shit! Uh, where, where's her body? <laughs> <laughs> in, in her office in the university. Is that here? Yes. In, in the educational tower. I'll be right back. And I'm gonna stroll off without telling anyone what I'm doing. Percy, I'm off to sing a song. <laughs> okay. I mean, Wing just told us the Saffron's been murdered, so I, I imagine that's where he's going. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where else is he going to be going? <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm just going back to the bar. I'm just going back to check <laughs> on my uh, housing. Um, we should go and check this out. Fine. You're just going to follow me like ten <laughs> steps behind. I mean, yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you would think we we would assume you'd be going anywhere else. Like yeah. this new critical information's add... coming, and you're like, oh, wait, I <laughs> off I go somewhere. As soon as you turn up, do we even know yet? Because we're just standing there like chumps. Like where yeah, are those I, guys I think, going? I think Adam and Enigma are like they seem to be going somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adam doesn't know what I can do. Enigma doesn't. Yeah, I assume it should be me and Percy, to be fair. Well, we'll tell those guys, obviously. Oh, yeah. Just do it in a cavalier, kind of off-the-cuff manner. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Enigma, uh, Adam, um, do you catch any of that? Uh, no. What? Oh, right, okay. Well, we're just going to hop up to the uh, university. Saffron's been murdered. So, uh, do you want to come and... <laughs> what? <laughs> that nerd. Saffron. How awful. So what are we going up to the university for? To find out whether you did it or not. I appear from the side streets. Whoa! <laughs> I was here all along. I didn't really get my So far. was I, and that's why I didn't do the murdering. Yeah, I saw you were following, so I thought I'd wait down this side alley. Thought we might find the killer. Wasn't down there. Why would somebody... All right, let's get on this. Well, that's what we're going to find out, Adam. 
Yeah, let's let's just let's go find that. To the university. A spinning T as we appear in the next scene. <laughs> yeah, but not the letter T. It's just a cup of tea. Why a T? We H for the Hawks. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, a spinning H. hawk logo. <laughs> yeah, or or possibly like a spinning sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a sausage shape. George Lucas cut where like a sausage shape pins up from the centre of the screen. Ah, no, I have a variation on this because the sausage yeah. comes on a fork like in Grange Hill and does a wipe that way. Yes. The, the classic sausage wipe. That's what you get media degrees for all kids. <laughs> so, as you cart the stairs, there are guards at the top. Okay. Make way for the night commander. And I magically alter my voice so it booms down the hallway. Uh, yeah, as soon as Percy appears, there is a... They salute and stand back to let you through. Outside the office, you can see several bookshelves have been pushed over. And then inside the office, when you go in, Saffron is just... Lying face is like face down on her desk, slumped over in her chair, and there is a large wound on her back where she has been stabbed. Mm. Unacceptable murder mystery, murder <laughs> most foul. Was she reading something on her desk at the time? You must hunt for clues. She was doing some research for you. You seem to know quite a lot about this enigma. For someone that doesn't pay much attention. <laughs> For someone who hardly remembered something from a few episodes yeah. ago. Very suspicious, if I do say so myself. Um, actually, she is lying over an open book, which contains poetry. Uh-oh. What kind of poetry? I think oh. we know what's happened here. The poetry was so bad. Extremely bad poetry. It's suicide, guys. Does it look like a certain name we recognise? Yes, it does look a little like a certain name you recognise. I mean, I don't think he'd be able to make himself a, a book assassin. <laughs> despite no. my correct assumptions. <laughs> but there was secret knowledge in there. Yeah. Secret no knowledge in the terrible poetry. Well, I think we know what we have to do. I will... Read the poetry. I don't know what we got to do. I'll flick open the cloak that I've chosen to start wearing to reveal my Dick. guitar of stars. And I'll stand with one foot on the table and the other one on her corpse because that's kind of, you know, <laughs> out of respect. Out of respect, Adam. Respectful that way. It's just how we pay respect. Yeah. Just how we pay respect here. I'll start to just play a really quiet, really... Really nice little riff and sing the words of Alana Sarista. Sing the words of, that are written in the book. That's what I was expecting <laughs> to say. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone dies. What is this? It doesn't even scan. The words written in the book are actually a poem called The Lovers Crossed. Uh oh. Uh, where it's cross apostrophe D. The opening stanzas are. O sorrowful savage, O brutal heirs of future ravaged by fate unfair, a wild assassin of furious mien, her love amassing a ghostly sheen. It seems like a big romantic ballad about something. 
Yeah, classic. I don't mean to come across all paranoid, but didn't somebody try and kill Enigma when she was a baby for a prophecy? Of course it. they did. Have you met her? <laughs> oh. I also, we've just wandered into a place where someone's dead and not checked how they're dead and if there's traps. I'm pretty good at traps. You got stabbed oh. in the back. They said there was a wound in the back. You seem to know quite a lot about this, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> the wound is there on her back. Looking at the oh. wound, are we? Maybe someone could help me to assist me by... Okay, so you witnessed the death of the victim as though you were there. Right. As I'm going under, I'm like, someone assist me. So Tristan is sitting... You're sitting, reading this poem. This ghostly man in magic strong from Singer's clan who loved his song. They wandered far through many realms neath pale star through pine and elm. Nice. Alas, said she, so cold this fate, this handsome man I wish to date. <laughs> and <laughs> you hear a noise from outside, like some things falling over and then that stops and after a moment you go back to your reading my love he said stays ever true until the sun and moons renew my magpie queen i'll be your king was never seen a wilder wing and as you're reading these words their face is strong their words emphatic because you are there tristan you hear someone moving very quietly into the room. I don't know if I could turn or move or do anything, can I? You experience it as though you are the victim, and then you just feel suddenly a knife being plunged into your back. Son of a... Ah! My precious back! <laughs> I'll never play piano again! My one weakness! A dagger to the heart! The last <laughs> words you read are... And if one day that flame is lighted, I swear we'll see them reunited. It's extremely poor. Well, I come out of my trance. Yeah, that didn't help. She was stabbed. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for your help. Sorry, team. Wait, how did Adam already know that? <gasps> is there any significance to this poetry, Tristan? It does sound pretty relevant. Beneath it, it says, Ethel de Mitiavos was a poet of very little note. I knew it was Athel, you could tell. I'll, I'll have a little side eye at Enigma, because now me and Enigma both I see no uh, OC knowledge. <laughs> what? Uh, Which one's real life again? Real life is the game. Right. Do we know an Athel Domitiathos? We do. Yeah. Right, okay. We met a famous poet um, who is of little note. Yeah, he's our famous bard friend. <laughs> That's because he couldn't play any music, he had no notes, he was just words. Now, the thing is... I was suspicious at the time, and I did check whether or not helping him write Dragon Awakening Magic would have any ramifications, and he sort of assured me it wouldn't, so... Well, that's probably fine then. Yeah, okay, thank you. I mean, he seemed like a trustworthy fellow that would know about Dragon Awakening. Phew, that, that is a weight off, Percy, I can tell you. The next line of the book just says, there is no strong evidence to believe that he is the figure later known as the Diabolist. Called it! 
<laughs> I literally said that no strong evidence. <laughs> right, but in fairness, at the time I was when I was taught, when I was helping him or asking his help to awaken the dragon, I was going to ask, how do you feel about like demons and fire and stuff? And it was only later confirmed slash not confirmed <laughs> that we may have empowered the diabolist or he may have found the power through his own means you know could have yeah. been anyone is this the hard thing about the music percy could have been anyone that did these things so so fill, fill me in when did you meet this guy huh what's that now what's your question percy when did you meet this guy um we met him in the c codex times back in the past okay and so you say it you... was his bike i stole basically you stole a bike yeah, that cool oh, yeah, invention you, with two wheels. Yeah, you did say about like yeah, the flat car. <laughs> yeah, we did tell you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So, what, you taught him some some poetry, and no, then we, he became a diabolist. He was a poet, and he he helped us write some of the lyrics for "Waking Up the Dragon." Just to give, we just wanted to include him. You know, it helped get us there. And I don't know if he was diabolist. I don't, we didn't give him any power. We didn't teach him anything. He was very enthusiastic. Yeah, he may have siphoned some power through writing the lyrics that helped Awaken the Dragon. Who knows? It's unlikely. Whereas I definitely taught Ambiforax the magic, I didn't <laughs> definitely teach the Diabolist how to destroy the world at a later date. If that's hmm. any consolation. But, I mean, there's no reason no reason to think that by reading this poet, no. it would suddenly summon a future echo of him that stabs her in the back, is it? But we're just reading it this. It seems unlikely. I mean, is there any kind of... I'm going to have a little drop into Matrix Vision and see if there's any kind of residue left behind. If it was some kind of crazy ghost magic art. I, if, if there was something ghost-related, you might not be the person for it. Oh, yeah. Once again, I've had the idea first, and somebody else who actually has the skills to do it can take over. <laughs> no, I was just checking the magic to see if there was any, like, echoes of something dodge. You don't see any obvious echoes, but what you would be able to tell is once you have an idea of her pattern in the music, you think you'd be able to identify the murder weapon if you saw it. Okay. You know, that kind of thing. So now Percy, I guess, I'll, I'll aid Percy trying to have some ghosts. I'll try and lend my Matrix vision to Percy's ghost okay, sight. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Combine the two. Roll plus bond with Percy, which you're bond to being with the last survivors of the international intergalactic <laughs> cargo frigate. <laughs> the engines are dying, the oxygen is running out, and there's an unknown entity stalking the hallways. But Percy has a plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 11! There we go. So, so Tristan is able to assist, but assuming you're going to do this, Percy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I was trying to look to see, because ordinarily, if there's a ghost there, I can just kind of see them. So, okay, cool. Uh, I guess I will have to do a little ritual, maybe. Yeah, I, I think I think we could do that. Ghostseer, when you invoke your devotion by prayer or meditation, you can interact with ghostly, insubstantial, or extra planar entities, including deal damage to them if your devotion opposes them. If they are possessing someone, though, you can't necessarily deal with them separately. So, I don't know if that helps me detect them. I feel like between that and spiritual connection, you could probably call up a ghost. Okay, I will do that. Or I'll do a short ritual to yeah make that um, that connection between those two moves and do it that way. Yeah, sure. Seems we have a body. Seems like a good opportunity to do a little ritual. Yeah, I think that works fine. I think 
you're able to do that. So just give me uh, give me that wisdom roll for spiritual connection. I think nine. You're going to middle in. Okay, so that's a ten. Full success. Oh, yeah, because I'm being aided. Thanks to the Matrix vision. Yeah, thanks to that space frigate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you see the form of Saffron appear before you. She kind of looks around and then says, Percy, I was at the Black Gate. What happened? Uh, and you will you'll return there um, soon, Saffron. I'm uh, afraid your, your time on this plane has come to an end. Uh, but we w- would like some information to help ensure that um, justice is done. Of course. I'll tell you anything I can. The poetry that you were reading, was there any significance to to that other than simply researching the Diabolist? No, it was nothing to do with the Diabolist. I was Tristan and Jasmine, Enigma, whatever she chooses to be called. They mentioned Athel Domitiabos and I knew the name rung a bell, so I was looking at the poetry and it was really very bad. I'm no literary critic, but that's not great literature. Um, when you say that you were looking at um, Athel Domitiatos, that I mean, this text here, was it checked out? Who would have known that you had it? I don't really know. I mean, I have, I had, I had, I suppose a new tenure opportunity has opened up for someone. So I really had free reign of the library, especially in this office as I was right beside it. So I'm, I don't think it, anyone would have known. Um, so, and you, so you just retrieved it yourselves from the yourself from the yes, I, I'd retrieved it, and all I remember was a loud noise from outside, and the students are often making a fuss, so I didn't go to investigate it because I just found what I was looking for, and then a moment later I was here. Very well. Has anybody else got anything that they would like to ask the ghost of Saffron? We all see her. Is she like trapped? And I mean, I've got Matrix vision. I can see her. Yeah, I think she's kind of, like, visible as a kind of pale, ghostly form. Yeah, I'll try to manifest her through this ritual. Yeah, so so you can see her. She's kind of translucent. Classic Force Ghost vibe. Yeah. Did you have any guards at the doors or anything? So... Tartasha was always there, my bodyguard. Classic. Was she there when... How old was Tartasha? A little younger than me, I think. She, yeah. Very skilled with the sword. Very sword with skilled with the cutlass. Trying to work out if she's hot. Well, <laughs> I am now. I was trying to work out if she's the one that killed your real sister before Enigma took over. Or uh, you know. what? You know. Wait, did we? Yeah, we told you that she. I'm going to glance at Percy to confirm we told Jasmine or Saffron. This is completely new to me. What are you saying? Oh. She starts to fray around the edges and go a bit transparent. Oh, uh, I was just saying that. Have oh, a nice no, time. you've gone. You've gone. You can't. <laughs> we'll, we'll fight. We'll try and resurrect you. <laughs> we won't, guys. Don't worry. We won't. I was going to ask her that, though, actually. Um, so, Saffron, the assembled forces of the Church Knights uh, are, are here. Um, what are your wishes? Do you wish to be at peace and travel through the Black Gate? Um, we have the the means to solve this little mishap. That's a difficult question. I feel like I have a lot to achieve. <laughs> Perhaps if you could bring me back, that would be best. Yeah, no shit. Very well, we'll see if um, if that's possible. But if it is, we'll make every effort to to return you. Thank you. 
And if it's not, the land of the dead isn't horrible. To be fair, we have been there, so that's that... <laughs> meant to be comforting. She, she says, no, it seems it seems nice so far. It's nice, yeah. Just don't look beyond the veil. What? <laughs> <laughs> and so she sort of fades out, but you are left with the question of the bodyguard. Go fetch her, Adam. We got some words to have with her. On the way. Oh, nice. Yeah, is Tatasha around? Don't ask us. We just asked you to get her. <laughs> I ask one of the guards. <laughs> one of the guards is like, yes, sir, we think so. We're just trying to move these bookshelves. We think she's under that one. Ooh. I see. Wait, do you think she's dead too? That's what the loud noise was, maybe. Uh, using my extraordinary strength, I shall single-handedly lift the bookshelf. And I'll give him a hand to Allow make him to... feel really wussy. Okay. Allow me to show you with this roll. <laughs> these, these must be made out of some kind of magical wood. <laughs> magical wood books. Yeah, magical wooden books. Trista manages to push one of the bookshelves, like several have fallen over side by side. He manages to push the first one up, but all of the books have fallen out of it. They're yes. kind of lying on top of the other bookshelves. So it hasn't really improved things very much. I'll lean back. My work here is done. Uh, okay, can we can we extract this body? Yeah, so it takes a bit of time to actually extract her. But she is also dead. But you see caught in her neck is a dart. Hannah Gulch! She's back! <laughs> I might, oh, I mean, I could at least do another song just to see if she caught a glimpse. It makes sense You could to. try that. You could sing that song. I'll just bash something out. This one's a willy-nilly kind of, I'm just I'm just going through the motions now. Yes, she was alive and now she's dead. She's alive and now she's dead. Oh, but it works. Yes, you witnessed the death oh, of the victim as though you were them. God damn it. Um, this is why I just rushed it. <laughs> so, you smell something weird you smell like a particular scent that you know you have been trained is something that can be associated with poisons and it's coming from down beside one of these bookshelves and half the time if something like this happens a student has left like an old pasty down there or something so you just go down to check and as you do, you see someone through the bookshelves, like three shelves away. They are wearing grey robes that cover most of their body. And as you look, they blow a dart towards you. And you feel the sting of it in your neck. Again! And then as you start to get dizzy and fall back, you feel the crash of the bookshelves as they tumble towards you. Is my dying thought, why the hell didn't Saffron at least glance over this way? <laughs> seven bookshelves falling over. What yeah, bothersome yeah. noise is that? I won't yeah. turn my head. I've got poetry to read. I've got excellent poetry to read. To be fair, Saffron is kind of like that. So, yes, you definitely got a glimpse. They're wearing grey robes. Oh, perfect. You caught a glimpse of a symbol as well around their neck. <gasps> and the symbol is a circle with a series of horizontal lines, like five horizontal lines, all broken by a 
diagonal line that crosses all of them. It's a nice watcher symbol, isn't it? It's not. No, you've never seen this symbol before. And it's not on any of the ship sails from the Dragon Guard. It's not, no. So, yes, that symbol is present. I'll relay this to the team. Yeah. I'll sketch it out on the uh, open book. Not what anyone recognises. You probably haven't heard it. If someone wanted to um, spout lore, maybe you might know of it. Enigma, perhaps. No, you're kind of too pretentious. I'm pretty pretentious. Why don't you give me a spout lore roll and let's see if you Yeah, have... I'm also going to consult the tomes to see if it's... Oh, yeah. might appear in there. Um, if it's old and forbidden and weird and arcane. Yeah. Yeah, well, start with spout lore because I can think of a place you would have seen it. <laughs> You've not seen it. Consider that law <laughs> Oh yeah, so I've seen nice. one of these before. Yeah. Where, Percy? Tell us where you've seen it. Antique shop. <laughs> so it is entirely mysterious to you. And do you like show it? You show it round other people, and no one seems to recognise it. No, uh, yeah, yeah I, I think I've. Um, I'm sure I saw it on a bag once. You know, like. <laughs> Sometimes when you're in the marketplace, <laughs> people hand out bags. A tote. Oh, isn't there? Be full of apples. It's uh, the, the symbol of the appleman. Ah. Um, but just to be sure, why don't I uh, consult the tomes to see if um, yeah. the appleman were using it um, as a homage to something older. <laughs> I bet those guys are bombed to terror. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring it back an old and a goodie. It's comedy golden apple Golden delicious (laughs) Golden delicious Okay, let's see what consult the tones give you And also remember to mark mark experience Oh yeah, forgot that we get that (laughs) Forgot that experience exists Yeah, okay, so uh, uh, You get to pick one From the information is clear Detailed, accurate or complete Accurate would be useful, yeah I think that makes sense. If indeed there's anything in there, you know. No, there is. You see this symbol seen as a mark of some who walk the Grey Land. It is a group that operates both in the land of the living and the realm of the dead. They are called the Line Breakers, and they follow the prophecies of the Grey Book. Ooh, I see. Which you might also recall Hector has a copy of. Yeah, no, I was going to say, that sounds like another conversation with Hector. Um, yeah, I'll relay that. So what are they all yeah. about? Does the, does the tome say, Percy? Um, I mean, it's... <laughs> information isn't particularly complete. Or clear. Yeah. <laughs> Only accurate, I would say. Okay. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, we know that the... Do we think that the Grey Book was the... No, it wasn't the alternative prophecy... Uh, it is another thing entirely, isn't it? The Grave Book was the alternative prophecy, but you don't know about it. We played out that scene, but it wasn't something uh, okay. that you so were we witness to. But we know that the Grave Book exists. And but we know the Grave Book exists, yes. Yes, yeah, something uh, something associated with whatever's written in the Grave Book. An alternative prophecy of some description, I 
soon. Don't do something. I think that we need to speak to Hector. Unless, I mean, Hector has a copy of the Grey Book. Unless he's following that prophecy too, and it's one of his lot that have done it. It's possible, but uh, yeah, if he's got a copy of this book, maybe we can work out why they might be here. Uh, could we go to the spot where the person was and see if there's any clues there? As in, like those bookshelves. Yeah, you can't you can't see anything around there. I was going to have a little sniff, but um, I'm not poison expert anymore. You could probably pick out that this is a very fast-acting snake venom that they've used. Mm. Did we say there was something that she was looking at on the floor? You're thinking about the pasty. Yeah, the pasty. Thank you. It wasn't the pasty. That was the twist. Yeah, it was. It was actually oh. an almond tart. Oh, that. It's so clear now. With snake venom. When, you, when you're when you told, you're like, should have got it. She might yeah. just have a nut allergy. <laughs> that, another word for that is the bard's kiss. <laughs> uh, nuts and fast-acting snake venom. My one weakness. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I would quite like to speak to some of the church knights about seeking whether there was any possibility of uh, bringing Saffron back. Sure. Um, I suspect that might be difficult because there's a big well sucking all magic into it just up the road. But, you know, if there's something that we can do, then I would at least like to explore it. Um, yeah. I also don't particularly like the idea of just walking up to Hector and asking him because uh, I don't think that we'll necessarily get an honest answer. Um, but we do know what the symbol uh, of that this person was carrying looks yeah. like um, and I wonder if perhaps Enigma were to go incognito and flash that symbol around within the Ice Watcher camp whether that would get us anywhere that sounds like the sort of thing I could do this sounds yeah. like some rad Enigma action yeah like I, I fit in everywhere because I'm like you know person of the people yeah I, you're free to pass through the gate now under this alliance though there's probably some a bit of bad feeling here and there, but you're absolutely free to enter into San Castropalov and have a look around. So, is that what you're going to do, Enigma? Uh, yeah, but also, like, I'm going to be in disguise, chatting to people, just getting, yeah, getting the gossip. What does your disguise look like? Like an ice watcher. Well, what what we what I would say is that we Peasant. know that acting in defence of the Sea Codex, the the Dragon Guard just turned up. Um, so they yeah. were off somewhere else and have turned up because now is the time to turn up. Maybe it's plausible that similar agents that have been following the prophecies can, or you know, whatever's contained within the Grey Book might be turning up as well. So yeah. passing yourself off as somebody that is following a calling and needs to make contact with whoever's coordinating things might work. Yeah, sure. Okay, so maybe while Percy's giving orders to the knights, Enigma is going incognito into this kind of city of the Ice Watchers. I'm going for a kind of... Uh, looking like someone who's walked for a long time. They're not quite right there, and, and you know, the sort of person that people would assume is some kind of witch. Um, got raggedy clothes, but obviously I've styled them. But I, stylishly, stylishly raggedy. raggedy. Prone. Um, fashioned myself a good stick with some things hanging off it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Basically, Calavasi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which means I almost certainly... Oh, no, wait. I've got sorrow. 
but I've coloured in the white bits black. <laughs> no, that's a disguise. <laughs> yes. And you've coloured in the what the black bits white. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. It's got some tipex. Australian magpie. Okay, so Enigma, you are walking through the streets. People don't seem to particularly look at you twice as you're going around your business, going around the town. So what are you looking for? What kind of places do you go to? It is cold here. It's deep snow. There is a glacier ahead of you. Even though it was kind of late afternoon when you were... Um, as you uh, came through the gate, it's already night here. Um, it's it's later in the evening somehow. So I'm going to find someone's going to have a campfire. Oh yeah, there are definitely some campfires. And I can be you be like, ah, I've wandered far and wide. Okay. Could you grant me a glass of your hot chocolate with Bailey's in? <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm, this is like a rustic tavern type place. I think big central fire pit. People sat round, but also like a reasonably nice bar. And it's it's not necessarily rustic, it's deliberately rustic. So Enigma feels right at home. Oh, my best, my favourite kind. Yeah, yeah, this is Ice Watcher Weatherspoon. Oh, is it got um, like a, a coin schmeckle on the wall and some <laughs> phrases? No, people have some, for some reason forgotten those. That's that a lost shame. technology. Not even on the walls of a pub. It has got an old picture of like a uh, pony and a dog with a plank between them and someone sitting on the plank. Not clear what that's about. Right, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so what, what's Enigma doing? Just, uh, you know, striking up a conversation. Like, you know, sort of, oh, cold old night, isn't it? I do like yeah. the cold. Oh, plenty of chill for all. Plenty of chill for all, yes. Sure like being an ice watcher. <laughs> Love watching this ice. See that we've sent our best. <laughs> so good at this, Enigma. <laughs> well, like, uh, are you all right, old mother? Old? The fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Are you all right, old motherfucker? Fine, fine, fine. I was, I was just thinking what a lovely day it's been. I, going around... Seeing all the sights, I, I, I think adventure awaits us. Well, I'm not sure about that. I fear we're going to be in the damned heat and then have to fight a dragon, if Hector's to be believed. Really? On our own? Well, there may be others around. It, they won't be very useful, I wouldn't imagine. Why are we getting? It'd be good to pay back that uh, little Bernie bastard for everything it did to us. Damn right. Little shitbag. Absolute shitbag. So, uh, I found this lying in the snow. It was so <laughs> to, be, to be fair, you got to get to the you point. you got to get to the point here. No, I didn't find anything in the, the snow because I haven't got it. I've got a drawing of it. I, you could have, like, whipped up, like, a crappy version of it, I reckon. I, I think I could tell a story about having, yeah. having seen someone with it. You know, I... Had a look around to see all these people. I sort of draw it out in the dust. Or like, what if you lost it? Uh, what if I lost it? As in, it means go mental. <laughs> That's everyone. what I was thinking. Ah! I was thinking it's time to get a nunchuck to the face. I mean, like, what if? What if you're like, I had a little amulet like this. I don't suppose you've seen it, have you? I, I feel like if I say that, and they're like the people they don't like. <laughs> 
that's going to make <laughs> worse. So, like, you know, I, so I, you know, is, are those grey guys with, with this symbol, are they coming to help us? Oh, I haven't seen that in ages. Uh, do you remember Hector was obsessed with that mark for a time? He had us all looking all over for it, but he's lost interest. Why do you... I don't really know why, but... So, why were we even looking for it? It's weird. Why were we doing that? Oh, you know Hector and prophecies, but if I'm honest... I think he's a little too reliant on prophecies and maybe not reliant enough on good, solid strategy and old-fashioned formation. You know, I don't like to speak ill of our leader, but let's imagine that we just had focused on the pure old-school infantry, cavalry, archers, just the old yeah, yeah. stuff. Not worried so much about the prophecies. and If this prophecy, that prophecy, it's all whatever. But no, I haven't had any talk of it for ages. Ah, so what's he expecting to happen this time round? Just mash up a dragon? This, he says, is our opportunity for vengeance. On the dragon? On the dragon, yeah. Okay, so it's nothing to do with the prophecy then? I think that's how he knows we'll win, because of the prophecy. That's how he knows we've got it. Because he had that other prophecy, but then he said it wasn't really helping. I think maybe because the dragon showed up. Maybe. I mean... It the thing is about these prophecies, where is he getting them from? Oh. I mean, have you got any evidence that he's not just making it up? Oh, he spends a lot of time on it. I mean, you know, I, again, don't want to talk against the guy. He's a scholar. He's a scholar. You know what scholars are like. Always finding books. Uh, I know that one. He's probably got loads, but then I think he does his homework. I do think that he probably seeks out the good ones from the bad, but even so, that's... Uh, it's a funny basis for a system of government, I'll put it that way. There are so many of them. <laughs> so, what are you doing, Enigma? Well, I don't know if I'm going to get much else from anyone else. Is anyone else like they're going to join in the conversation or I've just got this... I think you chat to a few other people, but most people remember being asked to look for that sign and for marks of that a while ago. And then that just tailed off. Okay. Like Hector seemed to lose interest in it. Then I guess I'll wander back and not tell anyone anything. <laughs> the, the thing is enigma. we don't even ask what happened we just we just kind of acknowledge cool. you pass you a drink and carry on chatting about what we're talking about so we've got a symbol i mean percy's right it's it's got to be the other prophecy people like you say dragon folk have turned up these folk have turned up but why would they go for saffron what could she bring that they wanted to stop he reads a lot of course they they hate readers <laughs> what might that family have? It's hard to know. I mean, she's not related to anyone important. Yeah, it's not like... No. I mean, <laughs> she was. She was related to the king. That was kind of my point. Yeah. <laughs> and that Enigma's... The, the child that was born at the same time was murdered because of a prophecy. Yeah, what do we know of this Grey Book prophecy? Nothing. We don't have the Grey Book. So, if, um, if we're not getting anything... To... Why don't we just ask Hector for it then? Well, we can do, but if it was Hector that had been pursuing oh. that, we weren't going to get a straight answer, which is why we we wanted Enigma to scope that out. Potentially, if just the answer is that nobody's really been pursuing it and he's given up on it, then that might put him in the clear a little bit and we can go and have uh, an upfront talk to him. Yeah, he'd also probably give us the book if he wasn't actively following the book if you see what I mean if he acts all like oh I don't, I don't know what you're talking about then we're like okay dojo <laughs> <laughs> mm. let's but go if he's like oh yes this was the prophecy we can say 
Okay, you survived this day, son. <laughs> yeah, I mean, un- unless anybody's got a... Do we think he's legit as well? I think he probably is to a certain extent. I think he legitimately wants to fight off all of the other people that are making a play for the gateway. Where he might deviate is once they're all gone, then yeah. we, it might just be a mad dash <laughs> between <laughs> whoever's yeah. left, including Sylvester and Hector, for, for the gateway. But certainly for the time being, then I think his interest now is uh, a line. Now, just to confirm quickly, this, this accord isn't one of the ancient laws that can't be broken. Like when we saw What's Her Chops, that lady where we had to destroy her jade tower. The Archons turned up because she was trying to cheat death. That was the law of death. She was breaking the law of death. Yeah, yeah. so this isn't, this accord isn't one of those laws that... No, you're, you're dealing with a prophecy. You're not dealing with a... Uh... No, no, no. The prophecy is something we've created, but the rewriting of the, the, the choosing what happens for the next however long... Yeah. That's not something that has to happen. It's something that's going to happen, regardless. Whoever controls the gateway when it reaches its peak will be able to direct the reshaping of the world. I think we've contributed to the mechanism that will allow that gateway to be opened. I thought it, it happens, we all effectively sit around a table and say, this is what we'd like. So we think now that it's actually more of a Whoever gets through the gateway first gets to say, this is how it's going to be. Yeah, I think we're kind of all technically stood on that table at the moment. And rather than have a conversation, oh. we're going to have a big fight. <laughs> and whoever's left <laughs> gets to decide oh, what happens. That's a conversation in my language. Almost like I, I feel like an action sequence is better <laughs> um, suited to the Hawks MO. Do you not think we couldn't have like our last you. episode being like a conference table? And everyone's shaking. Oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, this is Tristan from uh, Karis <laughs> dialing in. Uh, just to let you know. Look, is everyone else on the line? Uh, Adam, Percy, and Igby, you on the line? Yeah, brilliant. Okay. You're on mute. You're on mute. <laughs> yeah. Abby Forax, you're on mute, Press. Yeah, little scene of uh, icebreaker questions. We cut your cameras off. <laughs> I will very quickly, before we speak to Hector about yep. this. Is Yarnis still in town? Yarnis is still in town, yes. I'd go and go and um, speak to him about the uh, the symbol. I mean, he has sort of run a little establishment where he's sort of yeah. kept things on the quiet. So has, has he seen anybody sort of going in or out? Yeah, he's seen the symbol as well. He has the name The Line Breakers, but he's not really sure what they're about. He just knows that they are a group okay. that has pass through the city from time to time. So they've passed through, they haven't just all arrived at the moment, they've been back and forth a little bit. Yeah, he's heard the name over the decades. Okay, fine. Okay, yeah, let's go speak to Hector. Okay, so Hector is busy, he's kind of got his little command room and he's got several scribes in there and a couple of his military folk looking over a map of Arashar, doing kind of logistical calculations. As you come in, this is kind of like a smallish... It's like a hall-type room, but relatively small. And as you come in, he's like, Ah, Percy, how can I help you? Hector, um, we need to... I'm going to be fairly upfront. We need to know everything that you know, and specifically 
what involvement you have had, or no longer have, uh, with a group called the Line Breakers. The Line Breakers! Um, super quick, Ben. Is there a way that I can force my charming and open into Percy? No. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> There's not a way I can empower his words. You can't force anything into Percy. No, I want to kind of empower his words so he speaks with the strength of charming and open. Ah, that's... I know how Percy thinks. I know how... what an orator he is. And I reckon I can use that to tweak my magic to... to lend at least some of that weight to his voice. I mean, it doesn't have to be me talking. Like, I, I, we can just have you do it. No, it'll be better, because otherwise I'll spaff it. <laughs> Did you do it? Let's think. If you wanted to assess honesty... Bear in mind that Percy and I are the best of friends in this series, so we have a long... Despite what our bond says... They can says, use the power of friendship! Yeah, to use yeah, each other's that's moves. quite literally... Yeah, <laughs> that's quite literally what we've, we've spent years high-fiving the power of friendship in this. <laughs> I think if... Look... You reduced us to level one. When we hit max level, we have to start again for no reason. All I'm going to say is that it's possible that Adam is better at judging truth, having literally been a jurist of truth. He can assist me. Fine, I will <laughs> I will slope my arm over Adam and I will channel my charming and open through Adam, who will then make an assessment. Okay, cool. So roll plus bond with Adam. Yeah, nice. I mean, I don't know Adam that well yet. <laughs> we're kind of chummy, but we're not like besties yet. Yeah, okay. It's not a failure. It's not. It's an intermediate success. Adam, what do you reckon this is? I think this is, I, to me, it could be charisma or wisdom, maybe, uh, that we're using here. This spell should be called Make an Assessment. Uh, I'm just checking my move, Cold Stare. Carebuster! Yeah, so that's the charisma. Let's do that. Uh, I learned something about their true nature i think yeah what this is you will know okay. if he's lying give a cold hard stare like paddington bear yes oh, oh seven. Oh wait no that is a slight success it is it's an intermediate success nice. i'll give adam a sneaky high five but because we're both terrible we miss the high five <laughs> multiple times until we ah, finally get it um yeah so you get one of the effects which i think means you will know okay. if he's lying back to percy now that we've interrupted his flow. <laughs> so yeah, Percy, you've asked what he knows about the line breakers. Yeah, I, I want to sort of imply that he's been rumbled. <laughs> he says, Ah oh, yes, the great book. There's there's good stuff in there. There's definitely something to the prophecy. That it is, I think, a genuine prophecy, but it doesn't seem that relevant. Both that and the C codex describe a disastrous end to the world. But the Sea Codex describes the dragons tearing things to pieces. And that fits together with my research about the gateway and everything else I've understood. The Great Book is all to do with the Valley people and their legacy and how... I don't know if you're familiar with this. There's, there's this whole thing about ancient beast gods that somehow got trapped in the realm of the dead. Suffice to say, if they return, it will tear the fabric between the realm of the dead and the realm of the living, and everything unravels according to this book. And basically the whole of 
the world collapses into tatters. But I don't see that as much of a problem. Ultimately, they're all about finding the people who have that dissent and I think trying to wipe them out. I was just thinking. And yes, I did buy into it. I may have slightly been influenced by that in the past. There was a certain amount of ice magic which did result in the assassination of one person who was related to that line. Aside from that, it really hasn't seemed that relevant since the Drake came and everything since then. I realised the C Codex is where it's at. The great book, it's a different thing. But the line breakers, they are still following it and they have trained over centuries as assassin. What's information? I mean, did you have contact with the line breakers? Oh, I knew a few of them, yes. Okay. I knew a few of their people, but I haven't seen them in a long time. I haven't had any dealings for a long time. So you say that um, they were attempting to assassinate individuals with a connection. Did they have a list? Did they know who those people were? Yes, yes. Well, certainly within some selections, there are a few minor noble families. In fact, Lagorge, the noble house of Caris, was one of them. That might be the last one by this point. Are you able to... Very high profile, difficult to assassinate, you know? Hmm. Are you able to provide a list of uh, who, at least when you were working towards it, who you understood to be targets? Oh, you, you you assassinated, or you played a part in the, the death of one of them. Presumably you, you knew that and it wasn't happenstance. Yes, well, at that point, it seemed like I could afford to take that risk and we're already making an attack on the capital. So, you know, how many opportunities to assassinate a king do you get? You say that you understood that the prophecy in the grey book would bring down the barrier between the lands of the dead and this realm resulting in the untangling of the world why were you attempting to pursue that what what was in it for you well i didn't want the world to untangle same as the line breakers i think the world staying intact is an ideal uh, situation Oh, right, so the prophecy suggested that these individuals needed to be dispatched in order to prevent that from happening. If they lived, sooner or later the beast gods will find one who they can use as a channel. Oh. They will find a route back into the realm of the living. Yeah. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> and what, what steps would they have to take if they were to succeed in doing that? I'm not entirely certain. The book is a little vague. It's believed that... It would not be possible for them to simply pass through the individual. There'd have to be some means of transit. Possibly the individual would have to be resurrected multiple times to create a space through which they could actually pass. So more than once. Once wouldn't be enough. Once wouldn't be enough, which is unusual because obviously by church law and the law of the realm of the dead, no one is resurrected more than once. True. There are powers that enforce that. How would you be able to tell if somebody had been resurrected more than once? Have you ever looked into that? I have no idea. I would expect them to radiate death magic, though. I would think after a little while they'd be like some kind of abyss to the realm of the dead. It'd be pretty hard to miss. Like a soulless, heartless hole. Yeah. Exactly, that's it. Also, yeah. I would expect them to have some kind of attractive effect on the unliving mm. by that point. Would they also be liars? <laughs> I, I don't know much about their personality. Ah, no, just, just 
Just think it out loud here. It's a bit boring. <laughs> so were these creatures of the valleys to, uh, to, to find a sufficient conduit? Is there a reason that this untangling might um, be delayed in some way? Or, or really the point at which they can do it, they will do it? At the point when they can do it, I can't see why they wouldn't. But like I say, it doesn't seem like an imminent threat. I haven't seen much evidence of it happening at all, so... He's right. Yeah, none. I'm not entirely convinced that they weren't... I'm, other parts of the prophecy have been good, but they might just be a cult who assassinates random people. And there wouldn't be anything to taking out all of the Lagorges. That wouldn't trigger this. No, if anything, that's their goal, because that would prevent the bloodline that the uh, animal gods can return through. That's the whole goal of the uh, Grey Book, is to identify those with the connection to the beast gods and close the door to them for eternity. I mean, so technically, I guess we don't have a problem if they do kill all the Lagorges off. Well, that's their goal, and if their prophecy's right, doing that would save the world. I've got a side-eye enigma <laughs> drawing a what? dagger slowly. <laughs> just saying, just saying, enigma, you could save the world. Princess. That may not be important. Yeah. What <laughs> was the Ravine family on that list? The Ravine family? Hmm. No, I don't recall that one. I. Yeah, I'm listening. Hold on a second. He like vanishes off into another room for a moment. He comes back with this heavy grey book with the same symbol on the front cover. And he says, "You can look for yourself if you like. I don't like. I say I've." paid attention for a time and I've resolved that's not the problem we need to deal with. Mm, okay. Um, does the Grey Book, the idea of killing um, these bloodline members, mm. is that the only way or is that just the most convenient way of severing that connection? Does the Grey Book talk about that at all? Well, the danger is, it talks about this multiple resurrection thing. It might be that once the connection is made, could you even kill them? Stunned silence. Could, would that not would that not risk invoking another resurrection that could empower the beasts? Why? This was the logic flaw. Are you suggesting that that connection means that they would be able to resurrect without any intervention from any normal rituals or... Potentially so. Hopping in and out. I see. Yeah. Like, if you got eaten by a shark, for example, you'd just appear fine, you know, like, just uh, spitballing, as I say. That seemed, that's the kind of thing I assume would happen, yes. That'd be weird. Though oddly specific as an example. <laughs> it's just the first thing that came into my head. Just the first mm. thing that popped into my innocent head. Percy, did you know your friend is strangely obsessed with sharks? Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, he's always banging on about sharks. <laughs> He watched Jaws when he was a kid. <laughs> so if that's the case, like, then surely it's a really bad idea to go around stabbing these people. Yeah. I think their goal is to prevent them making the connection. But they, how do they establish whether that connection's been made? I don't know. Now, that's not in the prophecy. <laughs> I don't know whether they have some disciplines within the order. We didn't really get down to it because once I started to see some of these flaws, I was not sure that it was very wise mm. and like i say dragons bigger problems bigger fish to fry frankly okay i it may be this is all part of the magic even the death magic is part of the magic of the world it may be if it was 
someone was in that situation, you could just get them close enough to the Antikythera and the magic could be like sucked clean out. The gateway intends to suck the magic from the world. That's how it is opened. Yeah, so you're saying the Antikythera could suck this person <laughs> and then that avoids the potential for the beasts returning and unraveling the world. It might be. It depends how strong their hold is and whether there's anything else going on there. You know, if they have a good hold. Do we know that it would definitely destroy the world? Like, have you ever read that the these magical beasts seemed kind of chill? It's not them. They were just regular gods in the ancient times, as far as I can tell. The danger is that they break the Black Gate. They circumvent it. So there is no longer a single point of contact between our realm and the land of the dead. There is then an open tear between the two. And I do not believe that tear could be restored. Not by you. What? what? Nothing, sorry. Slip of the tongue. Well, no, I, I don't. You can either, singy boy. Rude! Come on, Percy, let's go! <laughs> Adam, as far as you can tell, he's on the level. Okay. You get the impression that he believes this and he's extremely arrogant in his opinion of his own abilities and understandings oh, okay. to the point that he has no interest in trying to hide it because he wants everyone to think he's clever. It does seem to have been bang on the money so far, <laughs> to be fair to the guy. <laughs> Not wrong. I'm a scholar, don't you know? <laughs> he's sort of backing up all of his crazy theories with actual okay. evidence. Uh, <laughs> so I'll, I'll pull the hawks to one side and be like, should, I mean, obviously it's probably seemed quite strange to him that we've just turned up asking about this. So should we tell him that the line breakers are here? Mm. He'd want to help them though. Yeah, it might question his loyalties. It might confuse him a little. I mean, does he want to achieve anything? Unless, unless anybody here is all on board for bringing down the barrier between the realm of the dead and, and this one, then... Against it. Yeah, not fully <laughs> against it, you know. <laughs> I, mean, I want to bring Boots back. We've had a lovely time between worlds. But uh, I, I don't see what the, the, the harm would be, necessarily. Danny Ghostpig's like the fifth <laughs> hawk. <laughs> he was a manager for a while. So I thought, yeah, so basically, hawk huddle. Um, so we knew that if Enigma died again, that might open the gate. That's what we were at the understanding of. Not if she was resurrected again, it was just if she died again, again. Did we know that? Yeah. I don't think I knew that. We, we definitely Certainly there's a whole thing where I was going to be like, open up bigger and bigger holes. Yeah. And this was your last, this is your last chance, basically. If you die now, that's it. You say that. It's game over. I'll talk my way out of it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're a hawk after Damn all. Damn right. Uh, to be fair, this is correlating what you knew in terms of it's not Enigma's resurrection, it's Enigma's returning from the dead. Yeah. So every time she Daddy jumps goes... into the realm of the dead and back, then it's counting. No, every time she dies yeah. and comes back. She's weakened it. She's weakening the Oh, divide. shit. So she's... Yeah, actually, I didn't think... Which is why she keep me alive. She's basically breaking one of the fundamental rules, isn't she? Yeah. She just keeps coming back. Ooh, okay. And she's being empowered to do that by ancient beast gods who want to return from the dead. Right, so Enigma, what do so, you think about this? Like, you, this is your thing. I think so. everyone should stop me dying. I mean, that's Adam, clearly what Adam, I get Adam, from this is, protect me. <laughs> stop me from dying against, you know, anyone who might... I, I'm very, very important. And if you, um, if you guys rile me, 
I'll stab myself and then I'll come back and fuck you and destroy the universe. <laughs> I'll just turn into music. I'll be fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we kind of knew that anyway, though, didn't we? And I did wonder when he started talking as to whether they're just trying to wipe out all the Lagorges so that they can't be resurrected. Hence, they, that's the only reason they targeted. Fundamentally, trying to prevent what's happening to Enigma happening. Yeah. Also, he has just admitted assassinating the king. I kind of feel, yeah, there's bigger things afoot, but... He was quite open about that, wasn't he? He was. He was surprisingly chill about telling us that. Ice Watcher. Did we already know that? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we knew I suppose... that. I mean, he, he marched an army across the land and, like, killed loads of people. But, and know, also, he literally yeah. made an attack while you were in the city and froze the palace and killed the king and you saw the boat yeah, with but... the king on. Yeah, I mean, that, that's not a... Killing him in a time of war is one thing, but... Which is when it was, yeah. you know. It, it's... Yeah, but he assassinated him in a time of war, not in the... The cold, hard steel of battle. It's not a startling revelation, though, is it? <laughs> but <barge. laughs> no, it literally happened oh, in screen. No, I suppose. I just forgot and thus was surprised we were <laughs> forgiving him so readily. I don't know if there's forgiveness here. I think there's pragmatism. Uh, mm. Can I have a quick flick through the, the grey book? Yeah, yeah. It's all full of it's all full of prophecy stuff. Uh, it's all full of dicks. Is it is is there an obvious like hit list? It's not an obvious hit list, no. It is like how to recognise a family that is tied to the Beast God. Okay. And like historic tides and future events that are now past events that will help you find those people, like things that will happen that might give you the opportunity. So they are being guided through history. Um, they were after La Gorges all that time. Didn't even notice that it was me all along, not those Lagorges. <laughs> Give them a bit of a... So, there is something going on there. Yeah, Ooh. there's yeah, I've got, there's a couple of possibilities there. But anyway, uh, let's carry on. So, unless you have anything else you need Hector for... No, but I, I think I, I am inclined to say to him that... Yeah. Um, that Saffron's dead. Ah, so they're still operating then? Uh, it, it seems so, yes. Um, Saffron was dispatched earlier. As far as we can tell from our investigations, then uh, linebreakers were uh, a part of it. Interesting. Yes, that doesn't surprise me. That might be it. I mean, what was the Wintergreen? No one's seen for a long time. And what, there's the other one. Jasmine? Again, pretty much off the radar. Useless, Never the books will say. No one seems to know where she's gone. What did you know of Jasmine? Did you do any research on these people? I looked into it. I remember seeing something about how she'd gone off to finishing school. Finish him school. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was quite hard to track beyond that. When I looked up the place, there was no evidence of her having arrived and then very little mention of the Princess Jasmine from then on. There was no um, suggestion that she might have been resurrected as an infant or anything like that? No, none at all. Definitely not. I've heard no nothing of that. Okay. Uh, well, thank you, Hector. Uh, as I say, Saffron has sadly been killed by these people. Um, it doesn't really sort of suit our predicament at the moment to have another set of agents running around the city killing people, so... No, it's only going to cause confusion. I'd root them out if I were you. Yeah, well, if any of your lot find them, then uh, try to detain them if you could. Certainly. Keep an eye out for their leader. A uh, very tough fellow by the name of Horn. He's extremely dangerous. Wait, Horn? What's the guy's first name? Yeah. Aquarius Horn, yes. I knew it! 
How will we recognise him? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and so maybe we could cut it there. Perfect. Never doubt my gut instinct of who should be on screen and who shouldn't. I was right about Torquil and I was right about Horn. End scene. (laughs) Play the heroes you want to play. That's the way to do it. Take Johnson in bottom. Speaking speaking of which... (laughs) Fanny mid. <laughs> That's it's her position. The the, uh, off yeah. Yeah. They had agreed to booby trap some houses as the army of the Canavir coming from the north, and it transpires coming as the army of the Canavir coming from the south of weird vine creatures, and it transpires. I remember map. Literally labelled the map. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't put south and north on there for him. No. <laughs> That's I just true. It was obvious. There was up and down. on the north and down on the south. Um, what do you mean? The Antikythera intends to swallow the magic of the world. We call it the gateway. Yes, that's yeah. right. The gateway. <laughs> 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 yes. He gets a big on high five, does the first thing for that. <laughs>